hey, this is Billy. Can I just say thank you on behalf of Jen and myself for listening to the podcast? It just, it really means a ton to us. It's kind of humbling. If this has helped you, would you mind referring it to a friend or rating it, reviewing it, um, giving us five stars, please? Um, It helps us. And so if we're helping you, you could help us, refer it to a friend, it helps them. And the world just goes round and round. And it would mean a lot. Thanks. How's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you is listening to Coffee Talk with the two of us. Cheers, babe. Cheers to you on this beautiful fall morning. Cheers, my love. On September. September something. It's September 20... Why? Why, why, why with the accents? September 20... Because the accents... I feel like when seasons change, I naturally just go into accents. Like when summer yeah, was here, I was like, it's summer now. It's beautiful out there. The sun is shining. And then Very when it's fall, I'm like, hello, fall. You want cup it's of good tea? to see you, you autumn. Want a spot of tea? <laughs> what One you? sugar. Spot of tea. You sound like a church mouse. One spot sugar, of two. <laughs> yeah. um, it's quite painful. Oh, man. Okay, I think no, I think no lie. You got to give them what they want. The best. Um, no one's asking for it. Yeah, they're asking. <laughs> the best best little latte I've had like at a restaurant is at this place in Caroline Point in Kirkland. Yeah, we found like our, our favorite new little space. It's called um, Le, Le Grand Bistro Americain. Ooh, it's so great. It's they French. have really good coffee. Which makes me wonder why they have American in it. But it's a French overlooking the uh, Lake Washington. Our favorite place used to be Purple Cafe. And it just closed, Rest friends. in peace, man. Purple Cafe is permanently and, closed. And Lot 3. In, in Bellevue? Lot 3, yes. Permanently closed. <laughs> man. All the listeners who don't Corona live in Seattle are like, what are you victim? talking about? Lot 3 is done. These were like our places, man. Quarantine. Not, Not okay. Corona. <laughs> but anyways, fall is in the air. Last night, Lorenrin and I sat out by the bonfire and enjoyed some coffee. And did I light up a fine cigar? Yes, because fall called for it. You're a really good girl dad. What does that mean? You you've been you've done two dates with our daughter who's now 16. Last week you guys went down to Seattle and they they like released and dropped off all these like new like scooters. Oh, the lime scooters. The lime yeah. scooters, the oh, brand new ones. So and y'all were you guys well, just, we were went just on going a to dinner. Date. We went to if you if you want a place to go and you live in the Seattle area, go to Bell Street Diner. It's one of my favorite places. It's right it's it's also Anthony Pier 66. Upstairs is Anthony's. They're closed. Rest in peace coronavirus. But Bell Street Diner is all these super just comfy booths right on the Seattle waterfront. Um, they have great seafood. We get clam chowder. So we just went and kind of did a, like a, a, a date. And then we were coming out. We were just going to like, I didn't know what we were going to do. Go get coffee, walk down to the piers. And sure enough, there was these lime scooters. And we, man, we did it for about an hour. It was fine. She loved it. And, and then, then last night, you guys did a little. Well, you guys were partying. We went to a birthday party for Christiana's 40th. My sister Lala had her 40th. Happy so. birthday, Happy Christiana. Birthday. I feel like she's been partying all month for her 40th. As, As should. it should be. Yes, that's 40th. true. Yeah. Happy birthday, Christiana. We love you. But you guys went again last night for uh, National Daughter Day, which I didn't even know was a thing. Neither did I. I was in the, the only reason I know is because Instagram told me. Like Instagram just makes stuff up, but everyone has to participate because if you don't, you're a bad dad. And then if you don't post, you feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Like you've done something wrong. I'm like, it's National Daughters Day. <laughs> Who says? Instagram says. So therefore, but I mean, isn't it National I, every Donut Day? Is, day National is like Daughters every day. other week. National Donut Day is every, every day is National Donuts Day. 
<laughs> but you guys went down downtown Kirkland, and there was um, the the restaurant Hector's had all these little bonfire pits. They Didn't have like six eat? bonfire pits, the exact same one we have on our patio, so like the, the propane. And so yeah, we just sat on the patio. Caleb joined us, and we and then we came back and did a bonfire here, and then we watched a scary movie. <laughs> to bring in fall. She's like, I want to watch a scary movie. Um, Suspenseful. Un- I can't remember the name of it. She it's about these dudes going hiking in the forest. It's British. And a beast like hunts them and kills them all. It was, it was kind of scary. It, it definitely Very had violent, to be gory, no nudity. There's some profanity. I can't do the stuff with the nudity. And not very much like demonic. Yeah, she scary. likes suspense. It's more like suspense. Yeah. Like and the creature like was like too. it was like a bear giraffe mix that would just weird eat them and bleed them out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man. For all the children listening, uh, don't I don't be know scary. the name of it though. It was a B movie, but we It's cool. I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to. <laughs> um hey Speaking of great movies, because I just have to say really quick, we watched Father of the Bride, the first one, because Serenity had never seen it. I was like, Oh, we With must Steve Martin. And then Ben, your Frank. brother. Frank, Ben, your brother What's chimes in name? and says, Father of the Bride. Did I hear Father of the Bride? It's my favorite movie. I'm like, it's your favorite movie. We're watching Father of the Bride. And we had the best night. And then Father of the Bride 2 with Ben. And then I just found out they did like a, a, Ladies. a reunion. So yeah. all of the listeners who love Father of the Bride, you've got to watch the reunion. Okay. It was so good. That's awesome. Hashtag shout out just some Father movies. of the Bride. Because yeah. I've been looking, you know, like, awesome. it, what do you do during the holidays? You watch Really good movies. Right. That's what we do. (laughs) (laughs) Are you rude right Uh, now? Are you you interrupting me? I wasn't interrupting you. You're like you're my hype man. I was I was was the opposite of hype man. It's great. That's amazing. (laughs) I'm glad you said it. (laughs) I'm the opposite of hyping you up. Hey, rest in peace, Hector's. Um, one of our favorite breakfast places down Kirkland Front. They just. Why are you telling us? I know. Well, it's just all coming to me. They just announced Sunday's their last day. They're closing after 45 years in business. Speaking of good breakfast places, uh, George's downtown Kirkland. That's a win. It's a Greek diner. That's if you fantastic. like diners, George's is the place to. It's the place be. to be. Man, we should get we should get sponsored by these for, people. For we real. Man, I'm feeling that. All right, <laughs> should we do this? We haven't done this in a while. I wanted to look at some of the comments. Thank you for all of you who listened to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jennifer. And um, man, we're coming up on two years, by the way. We got to celebrate. Something. What are we gonna do? We got to do. You know, are we gonna do a Christmas party again? I think we should. I don't know. Quarantine's got us all jacked why don't, up. Why don't we let the I don't listeners. think people come. I'm not doing Christmas party if they make us wear masks. We'll do social distancing. No, you don't have to. No, I'm not. No. Right, Vic. So then we shouldn't do it. I'm not listening to you, Vic. No, we're going to do something. Stop being such a stringent law-abiding you know, citizen, You know I'm going to do something. Vic, the sound check, take your mask off. Vic's wearing her sound. Yeah, yeah. and She's a wearing shield. a mask in the coffee talk studios. With a suit. Oh, yeah. Take it off, Vic. Yeah. <laughs> why are you so scared? She's got, like, gloves on. <laughs> Booties. Um, As she rubs her eyes. Um, thank you for those of you who listen, and especially thank you for those who put stars and ratings. It helps us. Oh, we have zero one stars. I've actually, I hesitate to say that because I feel like some joker is just going to give us one star just to be there. Don't do it, man. We'll find you. All right. Um, I was going to read a couple of the reviews, babe. Oh, well, I love this is from moments. Style 361. She says, refreshing. Love the show. I think you guys have found your calling. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, Style 361. Thank you, I am Style. David L. Or I don't know if it's I'm David I. I'm not sure. He's like, love it. 
Love the approach and topics discussed on this podcast. Thank you for being succinct, David. And thank you for your feedback. Um, <laughs> JBJVC Ben says, always makes me laugh. Something positive and funny. Thank you for bringing a smile to my face. Oh, well, that's what we aim to do. That's what we want to do. Um, Saray. Oh, we know Saray. Saray says this podcast is getting us through quarantine Saray, life for real right now. We love you. Saray. Saray and her husband, Bully. Bully's yes. a stud. Yeah. Okay, um, let's see. Arg Matey says, love these two. Do yourself a favor oh, and listen to them. They're great. I love it. I love it. Okay, do you want me to read more? Buckets299 says, fun, Buckets. genuine, a favorite. Look forward to every Wednesday for a new episode. They're so funny, relevant, and real. Would recommend to anyone. Thank you. Thank you, darling. Bucket299, but do you recommend it to anyone? Do you? Let's see. This is from OBS06. So I'm, I'm assuming they came up with this name in 2006. I had the opportunity to live and work under your guidance. Uh, okay. A few years back and learned so much. Well, thank you. Well, pupil, thank you, Aubrey. I think I'm, I'm, I'm trying to Aubrey, think of which Aubrey this is. I miss you. I think I remember. Yeah. Is it the Aubrey? She says, now I can still glean from your experiences and advice, now. even while thousands of miles away. You inspire me to go after my dreams, not to settle for less, and to enjoy the people and moments along the way. Truly blessed and lifted up by this podcast. Love you, Aubrey. Oh. That's one of my favorite ones. Thank you, Thank you, Aubrey. Aubrey. Well, that's kind of some of the that's I could keep reading, but I figured I'd stop. I like when I when I get to hear the reviews read by you. Yeah, you can always read them yourselves. So oh, right. oh yeah, that's right. I, I kind of like thought should I start responding in the comments to reviews, but I think that would be kind of like not cool. I don't know if that's a thing. Oh, we can make it a thing. I can do whatever I want. Is it now? Speaking of, our daughter got her license in the mail. Yesterday, she is a full-on fledged driver. She's been driving the Lexus, doing well every day. Yeah, she, I still ask her to text me when she leaves and comes back. I just she's a great driver. It was raining like crazy the other day. Yeah, the weather in Seattle has been a downpour. It feels like Georgia. Dude, it changed. Born and so raised quick. in Georgia, we just it, it all, went from it just like downpours. ninety degrees blistering heat to like windstorms. But you know, what? you haven't been out rain. in it. You've been sitting in your cozy house oh, that's doing not your true. cozy thing. That's well, not well true. I'm on the street selling myself. Uh, please lots don't and say lots that. of flowers and candles. Oh my God, stop at the exit. Uh, <laughs> stop talking about selling yourself on the street. <laughs> Dear Lord. It's funny, babe. Yeah, you're out at the shop all day long. I love it very much. I know, but could you maybe try not to make us feel guilty because we're not? Like, I'm actually doing a lot. You're like, what are you doing? Okay, like, true a story. Lot. You are the best husband in the world. Actually. I was like, there was two days where I was literally, there's no hope. I have coverage on the sidewalk with the stand, but it was such a downpour and the wind was crazy. I was getting soaked. You brought me the cutest little umbrellas for the stand in the I store. I bought them. They're the cute, babe. Bravo and I didn't even ask you. the company to reimburse me. I just did it. Bravo to you. Out of the kindness of my heart. Thank you. That was such a nice. I mean, it was such a. It's a, you know how it is. Like I, I bought these clear umbrellas that had like black flowers on them, and I was like, either she's going to hate them, or they'll be acceptable. I never expect. She's like, oh my god, I love this. <laughs> They're she's so like, cute. she's like, take a picture of me with that. I was yes. like, wow. I mean, it reminded I couldn't believe me of it. being in. On the I got at Target of Paris. for eighteen ninety nine. So. Oh, every girl yeah, wants to be. Every girl wants to be under these umbrellas. <laughs> Let me just tell you right now. Did it they make my week adorable. that you love them so much? Yes, I just, I wrote it down in my journal. Like, finally, <laughs> what Jenna are we even doing me. on this podcast this morning? <laughs> what is happening? All right, um, you know what? Our last podcast. If you're if you're a listener, go back and listen to. We did a compilation. We called it "It's Okay to Cry." And it's really good. If I'm being honest, it so far it's my favorite 
podcast. Really? Yeah. Well, I listened to it multiple times, which is that narcissistic to listen to your own podcast, but there's a lot of guests on it. But we highlighted some of the most powerful, inspiring moments on podcasts. Many of them, there were tears involved, either from us or the guests that were with us, talking about very, very hard things in life, but also every single Every single one turned to like how we get through it, hope. Mm-hmm. And it was so inspiring to me. So like just listening to it, I was like reminded again, like, yeah, man, like we can go through hard times and be inspired, um, which got me thinking on the thought that I want to talk about today is what I think is one of life's greatest tests. If you're listening to podcasts, I'm going to go on record right now saying, I think this is one of life's greatest tests. Here it is. How we handle people who mishandle us. I think that's one of life's most, most greatest tests. Um, how we treat people who mistreat us. Like, um, and I was re- and I was remembering as I was listening to this podcast last week on It's Okay to Cry, all the hard things that we were talking about, there was like seven different clips from seven different episodes. 80% of them, if I, off the top of my head, 80% of them of the hurt that we were referencing or our guests were referencing mm. was due to the mistreatment of other people. Isn't that crazy? Which which life life is a series of that, of being mistreated, unfortunately. Like it's I just as you're saying that, I'm like, why is life so full of those moments? But it's because we're all just human. And yeah. it's I mean, we've we've experienced I mean, every person I've ever encountered, when you get to know them, they'll share an intimate part of their life and it's usually around mistreatment. Abuse. Yeah. Divorce. Yeah. Betrayal, hurt, offense, rejection. Like it's just, and yeah, life is full of crisis too. Like we're literally going through a global crisis with the coronavirus and the pandemic. I don't know how bad it is anymore. I I refuse to get political, but it has gotten political. So we'll just leave it at that. Um, I mean, it's real, but then there's a lot of it mm-hmm. that's not real. And I don't know how much is real and how much is not real. And maybe we'll never know. So crisis happens, but I would say 80% of the hard things we go through in life is because of being mistreated by other people. And even in tragedies, the way people react to tragedy and crisis is in and of itself becomes the hurt. You know what I'm saying? It's like one thing to go through a hard thing, but how you handle it, that becomes even harder than the actual situation you're going through. So I think one of life's greatest tests is how we handle people who mishandle us. So I kind of wrote down, babe, just for conversation talk, um, three things right before we turn on the mic. Um, and people are like, is that true? Yeah, literally right before we turn on the mic, I wrote down three things like how do we handle people who mishandle us? And I have like these three overarching thoughts and then I'd love for us to talk about them and see what you think about them. And Vic, when asked, you can respond. When (laughs) asked, how do we handle people who mishandle us? Number one, I say, don't be afraid to say goodbye. Number two, don't do to them what they've done to you. Number three, don't stay offended. Operative word, stay. Okay, so that's the synopsis of those three questions. So let's begin coffee talk, honest conversations. Don't be afraid to say goodbye. That might be a shocker to some people because I think a lot of times when people mishandle us, like you got to hang in there, you have to forgive, you have to last it out. Love lasts, love holds no wrongs. I'm saying one of the ways we handle people who mishandle us is sometimes you've got to say goodbye. Hmm. It really has me 
perplexed. Okay. I asked this same question to our daughter last night because I was thinking about this thought. I go, Seren, I was like, have you ever been mistreated by people? And she's like, what? You know, <laughs> I got out of my 16-year-old. She's like, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, has, have you ever been like mishandled, mistreated by people? She's like, what does that even mean? She didn't like the word mishandle. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, yeah, I actually don't like that either. Um, she's like, I, I go, like, have any of your friends ever like betrayed you or treated you very, very poorly? She's like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think so, maybe. I'm like, what did you do? How did you handle that? Her response got me so good. She's like, I stopped being friends with them. (laughs) At first, I wanted to be like, wait, no. But then I was like, actually, 16-year-old daughter, sometimes that actually is the case. Can I just say this? Life is full of goodbyes, by the way. And like, if we're pretending like you never say goodbye in life to relationships and friendships, that would be ignorant and false. Because we all have had to say goodbye. Here's what my emphasis is. It's how you say goodbye mm-hmm. that matters. That that That's exactly right. Because I just, I feel like if you need to, to, and I think there are very healthy reasons to actually say goodbye. Like it's a toxic relationship. It's a toxic friendship. It's abusive, whatever. There's so many reasons why you need to walk away. Um, is it okay to walk away if someone betrays you? Let me ask you that. So maybe it's not toxic, but someone just straight up betrays you. Is well, it okay to walk away? Is it okay? No, and actually, I'm going to say this. Walking away is different than saying goodbye. Can I just, because let me make the emphasis, then I want you to answer that question. Saying goodbye is not the equivalent of saying you're dead to me. Saying goodbye to a relationship is not the equivalent of saying it's over. That's, I, I don't think they're the same. I think that's where really, where we kind of get it mixed up. Um, how we say goodbye, like when I say goodbye to people, a lot of times what that means, like just think about it in normal life. Like if I see you and you're leaving for work today, I'm like, bye, babe. There's there's a, there's a this open-ended like, could see you again. Like it may come back around. And I think how we say goodbye to relationships and seasons of life could leave that door open. A goodbye doesn't mean a closed door. It means like, hey, maybe it comes back around. I'm the type of friend, I don't know what you're like. I'm the type of friend, like if I haven't seen you for two years, but we were friends. And we are friends. If I haven't seen you for two years, when I see you, it's just pick it right back up. Like, what's up? How are you? So good to see you. Let's get together. And like, just pick it right back totally. up where we began. Um, in a couple months, we're going to have one of my good friends on the, on, on the podcast. Um, we used to call him Tattoo Joe. And he's, we're going to interview him. He's killing life right now. But that was very much our case. Like, he kind of, him and his wife, Vika, they moved to California for three, four years, remember? And we kind of lost touch, but we were still friends. And every now and then, like once a year, maybe see him, connect with him. And then they moved back to Seattle. And we just literally, literally were like, bam, picked it right back up. We're golfing. We're hanging out. I just feel like because we said goodbye, but it doesn't mean you're dead to me. How we say goodbye, especially when people have mistreated us. Well, I think in every situation, when you, there's always a how with anything, right? There's always a how. You're always going to have the equation of a how. And I really, I am like such a huge fan of doing things right. Like just do it right. And and you don't know what to do sometimes until you're in that moment, in the very moment. Right? Yeah, because I was going to say, are there any are there any because practical things you know of how I, to do it right? I, you know, that's such a that's a that's a big question because I think each person is so uniquely different. Like I would, I could never say a blanket statement here or even have an opinion because. You know, Victoria's personality in my relationship with her is totally different than one of the girls that I was with last night. You know, mm-hmm. like we've had, we have a lot of history. 
So if I'm having to say goodbye to this history, this this relationship, yeah, it must be a major thing. Which to me that 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 equals a completely different how than someone that I've had a relationship for six months and it's gotten really toxic fast, mm-hmm. and then there was one night she just went off on me, and the whole situation got very extreme. That goodbye, a walking away to that relationship looks totally different, right? Mm-hmm. Than my relationship for the last forty years with Victoria. So yeah, I, I just, I feel like there's no answer to this question because each person, each relationship is uniquely we different. We can't leave it like that. There can't but, be no but, answer. But I say this. I will say this. I'm just a huge fan of always having a good conversation, and sometimes at the end of that conversation. You have to walk away. Right. But this is the thing, friends. You owe it to yourself and that person and the relationship to have a conversation, a a heart-to-heart conversation. And I mean, in this last year, I've had to have one of those conversations that was really, really hard. And ultimately, when I had that conversation, it was my heart actually not to walk away. But I can't control what the other person does if they still choose to kind of walk away and change the relationship. Right. And so, but at the end of the day, I had closure because I had a conversation with this individual. And don't you think, and I, I, and I love that you said closure. And I think there's a difference between writing people off and saying goodbye. This, the past year, I can't believe it's been a year since. And if you listen to last week's podcast, we did clips from over a year ago. And it's amazing how much pain we were in a year ago and how much that's in changed. In a year, how things how much, I mean, that and is really grateful, true. And we're always going to be grateful, by God's grace, that all of those painful moments I wanted to do things wrong so bad during the painful moments, but it was how, right? We kept reminding ourselves. You every can either day. write people off because because of mistreatment, right? Which we're all we've been on both ends of that, by the way. You know, not please don't grab a victim mentality in life. Whoever's listening to this, please don't think you're always the one being mistreated because you mistreat people too. Totally, you do. absolutely, and just admit it. Oh, we've we all mis- do. mistreated yeah. so many people in our young. I mean, so many times. I mean, so many. Well, I mean, so many. babe, you the just took us. On hand, well, handfuls. Can we maybe not say so many? We have definitely done our fair share of like. Oh, and sometimes it's you're not even aware of it. Here's why I think we can take it by because some people aren't even aware, and I I believe there's people that have mistreated us. Friends where we've had to say goodbye, I don't even know that they that was their intention or they know they're doing it. And that's why it's, I, here's what I've had to work on personally. My personality would tend to, because of the mafia ties that I have, is to write you off. That's where I would lean. And I think I do that out of insecurity, if I'm being honest. Like, I don't need you. The truth of it is, if I'm saying that to myself, maybe I do. Right. I probably do need you. And I hate the fact that I need you. This is good self-evaluation, babe. Right? I'm really I feel impressed. Molly is the counselor in, yes, my, in my head. Is- and I do need you, so I'm like, I don't need you. And I convince myself, like, I don't need you, man. And so what I do is I write you off because Which somehow- very unhealthy. It's very unhealthy. It makes me feel better, but it's not the healthiest thing. What I've been learning to do, and I feel like I have done pretty well in this season, is like, hey, it's a goodbye for now. But here's, here's how I say goodbye. I'm going to be right here. I'm not going anywhere. Clearly, life circumstances, the way you've treated me, the way maybe you feel I've treated you, we're saying goodbye right now. But I'm going to still be here. Mm-hmm. And if it comes back around, what's up? Hey, hello again. You know, I think we can, I, I think, I think we can do that. Now, there are certain toxic relationships. Ooh, did you just hear the big sound check? Were you doing an adult Can we thing? just hear that really big? Hello. Yes. I was going to do a boy yeah, some men. <laughs> it's so hard to say goodbye <laughs> to yesterday. Oh, please. Who? Who wants to hear Vic the sound shake to give a little bit more of that? Vic, no. can you do it, Adele? Vic, no. Hello. I wish I could do her. 
<laughs> we maybe shouldn't take that sound bite. All right, moving on. Um, so, but I, I will say this um, one thing. If you're in an abusive, toxic relationship, we're talking like, That's then exactly obviously right. that is a goodbye for, for good. Uh, okay, number two. Don't do to them what they've done to you. When you're mistreated by people, don't do to them. Say that, mister. What they've done to you. Here's why. Because it makes you no better than them. If you do that, then the very thing that is hurting you, making you so mad, you've just become the very thing that you despise. Don't mm-hmm. do to them what they've done to you. Do better. Right? Absolutely. I think one of the most courageous one of the strongest things we can do in life is to do right by those who have done us wrong. Oh my God, it's so hard. So hard. <laughs> like even hearing those words come out of my mouth, I'm like, but, but why? so worth it. So <laughs> yeah. worth it. Is it? Is it? <laughs> it's so worth it. I mean, okay, a tell year me, ago. Tell me why. Convince me. I only me. can say it right now because we. I personally have had to walk that out in the last 12 months. We've and, had to walk that out our whole life. All of us but, have. But if even you're about it's it. been more real to me for whatever reason in the last twelve months than I maybe I remember it being. And it it was so hard this time, literally, well, in a couple months, to actually keep doing things right and and responding even when things were painful, hard, you know, unfair treatment, all those things. And I I can can I just say after a year how I'm so grateful for doing that. Here's all I know. I agree. Here's all I know. Like, I do not think we would be where we are today, emotionally, mentally, you could even say physically, you know, like what, like what's unfolded in our lives. And I don't know how spiritual people want to get on this, but I think good things come to those who do good, you know, and you could put God in there. I mean, that's actually, you can like do unto others as you've had them do unto you. That's a biblical principle, but even just like people out there that are super spiritual, like good is coming to you if you do good. If you want to talk karma, I don't believe in karma, but I do believe in the Bible that says do unto others as you've had done unto you. I think because we have done our best, we haven't shot a hundred. There's just no No way way. we're all human, right? So let's just get that straight. Because we've done our best to try and do right by people that we feel have done us wrong. And you could maybe argue like they didn't do you wrong. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. And I think that's part of doing right. It has put us in such a good space. I have also been on the other side of that in the early years of our life where people do you wrong and you do them wrong back. And then they do you wrong and then you do them wrong back. And it is this sick cycle of just endless payback and payback is a well we're we're a clean podcast so i'm not gonna say what payback is but you know what it is right payback is a mm, and it it just never ends you pay me back i pay you back you get me i get you you get me and i mean you it's just a terrible way to do life it it dominates your life it dominates your personality it dominates your decision it dominates your mind i mean it just that kind of attitude and stance literally will it's like cancer. It it just will eat you alive slowly. And and it's just, it's a terrible, terrible place to live. And at any point, any one of us listening to this podcast right now, we have a choice to be like, I'm just going to stop it. And you might be like, but it's not fair. Well, life isn't fair. Life isn't actually yeah. fair. But you could choose right now to stop this cycle of, you do that to me, I do this to you. You do that to me. And just like, you know what? I refuse to do you wrong just because you did me wrong. In fact, I'll do right by you. It doesn't mean we have to be BFFs. It doesn't mean I have to shout your praises and glory because maybe there's very little to shout. But I don't have to do and you And sometimes wrong. doing right is maybe not responding 
back to a text. That's kind of true. Or reposting again on Facebook, another uh, reply. Social media, man. Or maybe just holding your tongue. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, sometimes maybe, it's just as practical. Can I say it like this? Maybe it's not speaking ill of them when they're not around. When they're not around. And even if someone, like a mutual friend is like, did you hear here and here and here? And it's like, I'm not going to participate. Just yeah. like, don't, don't jump on it, even though you agree and you want to. Or... This has been hard for me, and actually it hasn't been hard for me, but this I've had to be conscious about not celebrating inwardly when I see people that have done me wrong not doing so well. There's a, isn't that a horrible aspect of the human that's nature? Real, there's a part of us that wants to be, oh, you had that coming. And that is so wrong. And there's no good that comes out of that for me. Instead, I'm just gonna be like, oh man, I don't wish that on anybody. And I just, because mm-hmm. I want to be better. I want I want my life to be big. I want to be happy That's and fulfilled. Right. And there's just no happiness down that tunnel, by the way. If you're going to go down that yeah. rabbit hole of rejoicing when people have bad done to them, there will be no happiness at the end of it. That's it really just won't right. be there. So good luck going down that hole. All right, number three, don't stay offended. When mishandled, which is a terrible word, <laughs> how do we treat people who mistreat us? Um, don't stay offended. Operative word, stay. Would you agree with me, Jen? I think it is unrealistic to say don't get offended. I think yeah, that's unrealistic. I, I agree. Offense happens. Even if, it, even if you feel offended for a moment and you move on, you, for a moment you feel offended. We all get offended. You're like there, offended. There are actually very offensive things out there. Yeah. I mean, I, I start looking at social media. I'm like, that is so offensive. I am so offended personally or on behalf of right. someone. Like... So to say don't get offended is not realistic. It's not reality. We all get offended. What I am saying is how we handle people who mishandle us. How we pass that test is don't stay offended. To which someone might be listening, why? Feels good. (laughs) It does. Actually, yeah. Like Sometimes like the only justice you you feel you get is like, no, I'm so you have, offended. You you're know, just, like, you're justified to to feel offended. It's your own personal yeah, justice. Totally. So why would we not stay offended? Here's my simple answer to that: because you don't have to live with them anymore, but you do have to live with yourself. Wow, that's what I would say. Hey, don't stay offended. Why? Because the person who offended you, you don't actually have to live with them if you don't want to. Remember that one. Remember point number one. Goodbye. Bye-bye, bye-bye now, right? Like you can actually say goodbye well and you don't have to live with them anymore, but you do have to live with yourself. And I'll tell you what, the the most bitter, cantankerous, bothered people are offended people. Wow. Don't stay offended. So Jen, with your sage wisdom, Vic, if you have a sage thought, you may chime in at this point. (laughs) I just love messing with her. It's such comic relief. Um, How do we let it go? If we're not going to stay offended, what are some practical ways of letting it go? I Vic just gave. Vic didn't even know. She just answered it. She's saying, "I think do things that bring us make bring us happiness and joy. Like focus on things." Vic's a singer. I think singing. Like I'm in the car all the time lately. Singing. It's weird. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, you sing. No, I don't anymore. I've realized well. in the car that I forgot how to sing because I am a flat. And Vic, I can't do it anymore. Like I'm losing my voice because I'm singing from my throat, not my diaphragm. I forgot how to sing, like actually sing. It could come back because I was babe. singing yesterday. It's like riding a bike. It's making me feel so good, but I was like, I'm losing my voice. It's like riding a bike. You'll, you'll just figure it out. <laughs> it's all about breath control, and I do not have it. 
Um, I beg a differ. How do we let it go? I think Vic gave us a great answer. Thank you, Vic, for your answer. Sage. Do the little things Sage. that bring you happiness, right? Mm. Distract yourself, like healthy distractions. Healthy distractions. I'm not talking like whiskey, three three glasses at night, not a healthy distraction. I'm not talking chain smoking, two packs a day, not a healthy distraction. I'm not talking flirting with someone who's not your significant other, not a healthy distraction. Right. I'm talking about healthy distractions. Sing, laugh, spend time with friends, go on hikes, read. My God, go to church if you're a faith-believing person. And if you're not a faith person, go to church. I bet you it changes your life. You can visit ours, 116 Church. (laughs) Just a a plug. plug. (laughs) Jim, what are some other ways? How do we we keep from staying offended? I mean, because I've stayed offended. Me too. And I've I've had to live with myself. And I know myself offended. (laughs) And it's no fun. It's just... My life is no good when I'm offended, when I feel hurt, when I feel self, self-pity. It robs you when of I life. Feel, when I feel, which leads to, you know, a bit of depression and discouragement. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then this is this is a snowball effect, right? You just, yeah. before you know it, it's, it's two weeks, three weeks, three months, and now I'm just this bitter person who hates life. Everyone just heard me say all those things. No one is listening to this thing. I wouldn't be that person. Okay. And so I would say you have to make a decision because we're all freaking grown adults. We have to make a decision at some point in the in the offense and just be like, I'm I don't want to be this person. I don't want to let it go. I don't want to be 40 years old and have an issue with everything. You could just stop at that. I don't, don't want to be 40 years old. I don't want to be <laughs> I don't want to be 40 years old and be complaining well, about everybody. Right. I don't want to be 40 years old and not enjoy my life and my family and all 41. the things. Amen. 41. Yeah. I, I, not 40 and years so old. I think all of us can agree on that, but I think we have to make we have to stop. I mean, stop, drop, and roll is a real thing. I have to stop, get get some help. Is it though? I don't know. And get get some help. And so what you're telling the listeners is wherever you are right now, stop. stop. I want you to drop. Yes. I want you to roll. I mean, you have to You know what? If stop. it makes you laugh, yeah. Yeah. Stop. There. Drop it like it's hot means dance it out. Yep. And then just roll with the punches. Roll with the punches. Whoa. That's actually brilliant. <laughs> stop being offended. Drop, you know, what, what'd you say? Drop Dance what, it out. Drop it like it's hot. Let it go. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. But, and then roll with the punches. Um, can I say this? One of the things you said that you didn't say, but I heard you say it because you were listing out all the things you did wrong. I think one of the ways we don't we keep from staying offended is remind ourselves of all the bad things we've done. Hello. And like, hey, did you forg- can you forgive yourself? Did someone forgive you of all those things? Like, my goodness, no one's perfect. So look, at, make a list of what you've done and if no one's forgiven you, and you're like, they're still holding against me. Well, God forgives you. I don't know what right. you believe about that, but God forgives you. So now you could just return the favor, like let it go. And I think- you Also know, remind yourself of all the good that you Yeah, have. here we are. And it's so much easier said than done. I mean, being offense is a huge, it's a, it's a big thing. And so mm-hmm. honestly, you have to make a conscious decision. And then from there, get some help to help you let it go. And the truth is, is y'all say it again, get a friend, get a coach, get a counselor. Dear Lord, you in the counseling, and, but, but I'm all for it. But the truth is, is that it. sometimes you just sharing your offense with someone who's trustworthy helps you let it go. That's be careful though, with someone who's trustworthy. Because right. a lot of people share their offenses with others and that is straight up gossip. Absolutely. But so you that's have to a find slippery a, slope. But you have to find a space where you can actually be like, I can't, when you cannot figure it out on your own, you got to find someone that can help you. Trustworthy. That's right. Someone who can be a part of the solution. Can I ask you this, Jen? We are coming up on a year since we experienced some, some I wouldn't, you know, back when it happened a year ago, I, I remember I was listening to the podcast. I was, I was like, this is the most painful thing I've ever gone through. If you ask me now, I'd be like, it's not. It wasn't it's so crazy when you're in the midst of offense, yeah. like it is the biggest, most life shattering thing. I would say right now, 11 months removed from it. I'm like, it, 
It actually wasn't. In fact, I see so much good out of it. I'm so grateful and relieved. Is it crazy to hear those words come out of my know mouth? Why? Can I say this? Can I interrupt you? But you want to know why in the moment it, it's such a big deal? It's because it's it's another human that you trusted in, and loved that hurts you. Humans. Humans. And so that's why, and I, and I think that's why the pain is so real and so hard. And all of us can relate with it. But what I'm saying is 11 months removed from it. Right. It wasn't half as bad. I was listening to myself on Sunglasses and Advil, the podcast that we did a clip from last week. And I was looking at like, I mean, I couldn't even talk without bursting into tears. And I remember saying like, this is the hardest pain. I remember saying this, I don't think I'll ever laugh at this again. I hope we will, but I, I can't imagine it. And 11 months later, I'm like, dude, I'm actually grateful. Yeah, I am so grateful. Yeah. I, not how things went down, that it went down. How it went down, right. I've come through it. And we even said, we'll look back in a year from I've now. I've learned so much. And we will see the hand of God. We will see the amazing things that come out of this. And I think that's the thing when you're in the midst of pain or offense is that you have to remind yourself that it won't be like this forever. Right. The pain's not going to be forever. Can I ask you this? So 11 months, we were offended. I got offended for sure. It was impossible not to. Do you, do you still feel the offense of the hurt we went through a year ago? No, I do not. But I think the thing that I do still feel... Honestly? Yeah. yeah. And the honest not response lying, to that yeah. is, no, I don't feel the pain. But I, when I think of it, I think about the people and the moments and the hurt. There is a bit still of, of, of a kind of an ache in my heart, if I can you know describe it like that. Kind of this little sharp, like, oh, kind of painful moment. But then I'm just reminded of all the things that God has done, all the things that have happened and how God uses, you know, pain for a purpose. And I, I'm so grateful for it. Mm-hmm. But I would say, like, even thinking about your dad passing, it's you can laugh at that now, but there's still sometimes this little like, oh, kind of ache, like I miss him, right? I miss that man. Mm-hmm. But it, now it's so much different. We see, we see the good in it all. And so I think, yeah. I don't know if that'll ever fade because we're just humans. If, maybe that's just me. Yeah. But that's how it affects me. There's like, there's the pain of offense and there's the ache of loss. And mm. they're two separate things. And the pain of offense has passed. That's really good. I'm that's so what grateful I feel. for that. And the ache of the loss that's is still good, there. Babe. Can I say though, the ache has gone way down for me because can I just, I'm going to use one word that has revolutionized my life in the middle. If you're aching over a loss, rebuild. That's one word, right? It's not two. Rebuild. <laughs> right? It's early. I haven't had enough coffee. Cheers, babe. Rebuild. Rebuild. Build new relationships. Rebuild relationships that were broken. Rebuild. We're rebuilding community. Like, rebuild. Like, you can always, if, if the wind blows down your house, if the floods ruin the basement, if the car gets totaled, we can always start again. Yes. You can, man. Yes. You can. And I know it seems daunting until you have to. And then when you and then when you just start in, you just give yourself a couple months, just give yourself a year. I mean, I can't imagine see. three yep. years from now. Yep. Three years from now, my goodness. And you know what? No doubt, life will throw a few more punches at us. That's life, and we're gonna do our best to. When you have to say goodbye, say goodbye. Don't do to people what they've done to you. Be better, and don't stay offended. Offense will come. It's mm-hmm. it's it's impossible that it won't. But don't stay there. Let it go and move on. It's really good, yeah. babe. Well, hey, I've been encouraged by this. Thanks for listening. That was good. Talk. That was some good wisdom, my love. Hey, happy, sage. happy You're autumn such a sage. to the sages. Love you all so much. Cheers, babe. Cheers. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, and we'd love to hear from you. 
You can leave a review, rate us or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. Mm-hmm.